I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com. The one more thing, King. The Jordan brand boy. What, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? I ran out of words there. Jordan brand boy. He has a Jordan jersey behind him. That was the only thing I could think of. Speaking of Jordan brand, dropping the bag for uh Man, that's uh, talking about announcing a donation for something. Uh, Jordan Brand announcing a what was a hundred million over ten years. Jordan Brand does does a hundred million its first year with Nike. Fast forward, Jordan Brand <laughs> donates a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Holy cow! Talking about we talking about the you know the last dance and Jordan first signing with Nike and then eventually creating Jordan Brand. That's that's pretty wild transformation right there. It is. So, uh, yeah, hats off to uh, Jordan Brand and sure. Michael Jordan for that. But we it haven't be, did it like a personal. <laughs> it did. Yes. <laughs> um, we haven't did like a check in on like TV shows lately. What are you what are you watching right now? Well, I've been, I've been working on a lot of projects, so I basically just have 30 Rock in the background or Avatar. Those are the two things that I'm kind of... I haven't been watching show. Oh, we've been watching Queer Eye. My wife and I have been watching the new season, but we don't... We try not to watch it all at once. The new season just came out, so we've been watching that. What was that TV show that you ruined that one time? <laughs> 13 Reasons Why. I think they're doing oh, okay. a new season of that. I haven't watched the third one, but I guess they're doing a fourth one. I don't know how they did a second one, let alone a third and fourth. Guys, that was a throwback. What was, what was that? Two years ago? It must have been because that I, we did season one, so that must have been three, two, three years ago. Whenever season one came out, Nick spoiled the season uh, on the pod, and we got the longest message the next day. <laughs> it was a DM on Instagram or Twitter or Somewhere. something, um, letting Nick have it for uh, ruining it. But I just want to say. I have, we got like some free subscription to Apple TV. Never watched any of the Apple TV, like TV shows. I love Morning Show. I thought that was such a good show. Okay. Well, we're watching Defending Jacob right now with Chris Evans. Never heard of it, but I know him. It just came out and we're all in. So uh, don't ruin it. I'm going to watch it after we record this podcast. Keep going, but it's an incredible show. He so actually, now I feel like I got to give more things on Apple TV a chance now. He actually goes back in time to live the life that he could have lived before he went in the... Oh, wait. Hold on. Before he went in the ice? Hold on. I may have had my universes confused. It is weird seeing him in something else. <laughs> I will say that. He just, him and Robert Downey Jr. will just always be those characters for us. Yes. Right? They sure. just embodied that. It's, that's like our generation Star Wars, really. I don't know. When I see Captain America, I think of... Well, he's always going to be the human torch from Fantastic Four. So. No, come. The, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He'll always be the dude from Snowpiercer. Uh, I don't want to spoil that movie, but what they eat is not great. All right. Um, today's episode is brought to, sorry, Jay Soderbergh, brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Uh, let's talk about 
what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about some more details about how the NBA is returning to Orlando. A lot of stuff. So we'll talk about what the Mavericks are going to go through. Uh, we know some more things about testing and what players are going to have to do if they test positive. And uh, there's a wrinkle in that that surprised me today. And I did not. I, I sent it to Isaac and uh, I did not see this coming. But it's it's a little... It's a little insane, uh, so we'll talk about that. And then we do have some more information about replacing players. We talked about that yesterday a little bit. Let's say somebody does test positive and the Mavericks have to replace a player. Uh, the ringer, Kevin O'Connor, had an incredible article that was just like line by line, just new information that I didn't know. Maybe there was more out there that I hadn't read, but just so much information. So we're going to go through that. And then we also have a schedule, basically, a tentative schedule of how the playoffs will work. So let's talk about that. We'll get into all that. Uh, Isaac, before we get into all that, I know one of your favorite players is out for the for the rest of the year, and I think it deserves a little mention just to talk about the timing of everything. Lamarcus Vince Aldridge Carter? is uh, uh, having surgery on his right shoulder, and he's not going to play the rest of the season. I know you're so disappointed that Lamarcus Aldridge is not going to play. Yeah, I mean, all of my excitement for the NBA coming back it kind of, I don't know, it was kind of teetering after that when I got that news. You are news. a fan of low post play. I am. I am. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind Aldridge. <laughs> I, I like him. Um, I just want to, like, can we just kick the Spurs out at this point? Did the Spurs what? kick themselves out? I. It's just that, it was just funny because as soon as the news came out, you're like, okay, did they do this with the intention? Like, when was the timing? That was my first then, thought. Then Tim McMahon tweets out and said it happened in, on April 24th, I think. Yes. It's like, whoa, like that is a, a good, what, six, seven weeks ago. And whether the Spurs back then thought, hey, this season's probably not coming back, so let's just go ahead and do it. Or they looked at it and said, hey, coming back or not, like let's just go ahead and do it. We're, we're not going to make the playoffs anyway. So I think for... The rest of the league, this does this put? I mean, no one was really considering the Spurs as really a threat anyway. I don't think, but does does him being out put them on the same level as like Phoenix and Washington as far as hey, you really want to play them in Orlando if you can? Yeah, because who do they replace him with? I guess it's like this is Jakob Pertl's time to shine, right? <laughs> he's the Breakout one. That's gonna, time. He's the one that's going to replace him. Uh, it's not like they have Davis Bertans on the bench anymore to come up and. You know, Rudy Gay. Light it up. Rudy Gay. He's probably going to get a ton of run in this. So, yeah, the Spurs, it, it's interesting. The first thing I thought of was the timing because Shams' tweet was he underwent surgery, which means it already happened. And so I was like, okay, when did this happen? And Tim McMahon then reported, like you said, April 24th. And then, you know, we know that that happened. I mean, that happened months ago, <laughs> like a month and a half yeah. ago, basically. And so he's been out. He's He's not going to come back. And so that basically takes the Spurs out of it. And and that surgery, that elective surgery was even before we knew the whole plan that, that, that you know, that they were coming back. So the Spurs, you know, I was telling Isaac earlier, this has been the, the Spurs' worst season in 25 years. I mean, literally 25 years, 20 years since Duncan. And that was in, what, 99 he got drafted, 98? Yeah. So... Uh, man, it's been a while since the Spurs have gone through some a bad season, and this has been their worst one. And so they just wanted to get it over with. And so apparently, this is them, you know, punting. I guess or just saying, yeah, go ahead, Lamarcus, you know, whatever. And the Spurs might not even want to go to this. <laughs> they might yeah, not even want to go to Orlando. 
I, I just wonder, yeah, I wonder how the Spurs uh, felt just about all the negotiation stuff. And, you know, you know, I'm sure a lot of them did want to come back and see, you know, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, and those guys. and want to play basketball, but as an organization, uh, does Pop want to go down there to that? <laughs> you know, uh, And they're just as many games back from the eighth seed as the, the Trailblazers are. They have the same exact record as the, the Pacer or the Pelicans. And you know they have a, they have just as much of a chance to get into a play-in scenario, but um, whether Aldridge, you know, from the team side of it, you know, they decided to say, hey, go ahead and do this before we all, we knew that the play-in was going to happen, or um, if the you know, if, if Aldridge himself just decided to do this without the team, you know, pushing his hand or whatever. So uh, I just thought that that was interesting, the timing of all this. And I wanted to talk about LaMarcus Aldridge. It does take the Spurs out of it, I think, even though that they weren't super good with him this year. Uh, maybe that team turns into something different. Maybe they play faster. Maybe they maybe this is a better Spurs team with LaMarcus Aldridge down. Like I think that's totally it, possible. If we power ranked all the teams in Orlando, let's however you want however you would word power ranking from the bottom. Okay, there's FC Orlando. There's the <laughs> magic. And then this, it's you know something we haven't talked about enough. There's the indoor football. <laughs> and I, I want this to kind of be, this should be like our bit, our thing, about how unfair this is for the league that the Magic get home court advantage with it being in Orlando. <laughs> it's not a real thing. I want to I lean into this really hard and try to make it a thing on Twitter and just quote tweet everything. I'm like, why is no one talking about this being home court advantage for That's the Magic? A, we need to talk to Kane Pittman about it, um, Locked on Bucks. Because if we were locked on Bucks, we would be we would be hammering this so hard. Like, <laughs> yes. The Bucks have the best record in the They're NBA. They don't, even get, they don't even get home court advantage to the eighth seed. <laughs> but, okay, so if you're, if you're a team in Orlando, who would you rather play in one of those regular season games? The Spurs without Aldridge or Phoenix? Oh, I'd rather play Phoenix still. Interesting. Because at least the Spurs, you're well coached if Pop if Pop goes. I mean, I'm guessing he will, but uh, they're well coached. They have, you know, just some players that can show up. They have veterans that you don't want to play against. Patty Mills, DeMar DeRozan. Like, DeMar DeRozan's, he's maybe not the best, most efficient player, but he's played in some big playoff games. He's been there. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's a... You know, hard to play against, hard to guard. Rudy Gay's been in some playoff games. Booker, Patty Mills Booker's for been sure. in some good playoff games. Or no, he hasn't. Okay. <laughs> He's been in as many as Trey Young, right? Oh, oh, yeah. we got it in. We got it in under the wire. All right, coming up, let's get into the actual details from Kevin O'Connor today of The Ringer. Whole bunch of details, maybe stuff that you don't know yet about the NBA returning. Let's talk about that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, if you're working on any kind of thing for your car. I recently did, you know, I redid my office. And so to go to that, to do that, I needed to go to the place that has the right stuff for me. And if I'm redoing a car or if you need to fix your car in any way, I need to go to the place that has the right stuff. And that's rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts online for 20 years. They've been doing this. They know how to, they know how to get you the right parts. They have every part that you could ever need. Uh, and it's an incredible search engine that you can go on and search the part, you know, name, the number, all different kinds of things that you can search. It has a unique catalog. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, the specifications, and the prices that you prefer. And uh, prices at rockauto.com are reliably low for the same as, they're the same as, 
The same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for parts when you could just go to rockauto.com, get it yourself, do it yourself, go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck right in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you, again, Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box in checkout. Uh, They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com, right Locked On into the How Did You Hear About Us box. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk more about this. There's so much information in this piece from Kevin O'Connor. I want to just kind of go line by line with you. Uh, The first thing is about players returning to the country, returning to the state that their team plays in, and then eventually arriving in Orlando. Um, Players currently living outside of the country are advised to return to their team city on June 15th. So we're just about a week away from that, a couple days even from that so that's Porzingis we're still guessing we think that he's still out yeah. there <laughs> Luka Doncic as well uh, we know Maxi's back you know Maxi's been here but uh, those two guys specifically I mean I don't know a lot of other teams that have guys that went off as far as the Mavs guys did yeah and uh, being you know the two best players and right. um I think by according to like a lot of people, a lot of people just see what uh, Luca and KP post on their Instagram or social medias, and Porzingis has been uh, very active in po- posting his uh, um, one-on-one, not a shooting drills in an empty gym workouts, and uh, looking great, KP. So keep that up. He is looking great, uh, and he's definitely still over in Lafayette, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> looking yeah, at yeah, this gym, I'm like, oh man, this is the gym from that story that Carlisle went and visited. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Luca, I think uh, some things went around on Twitter today. I think it was that Twitter account, Luca Doncic News, maybe. Hmm. Um, but was sharing uh, stuff with his trainer and stuff that w- that opened up about uh, kind of what they've been doing with Luca and stuff uh, over the past few weeks and his diet and uh, the sh- chef that he had hired and stuff. So it uh, looks like they've just been grinding it out in Slovenia and Latvia. New Holger getting it done. Way to go. <laughs> Uh, we know she's yeah, behind this. We should be seeing them uh, come back to Dallas here uh, probably next week, I guess. So, yeah. So that's when international or, or anybody living outside of the country, they're advised to return because they're supposed to quarantine for a week. Players currently in the United States should return on June 22nd. So I I don't – I guess that's Tim Hardaway. He's been in Miami, I know. Uh, I can't think of any others that have been outside of, of Dallas. I guess Boban has been out. Yeah, I think a decent amount of players have. I know Courtney Lee has. True. Um, yeah, Tim. Uh, I don't know what some of that was. Like somebody like J.J. Barea, we don't know much about what, what him and his family. I mean, they've got a ton of uh, great family time. I'm sure he's enjoyed that. All the we past just know months, the guys but. that have been at the protests have been in Dallas, right? <laughs> yeah, that's those true. Those are the ones yeah, that Justin. have shown face. But even two of those guys aren't even playing, and <laughs> Jalen Brunson and Dwight Powell, so... Uh, yeah, that's true. But that's when that's a, kind of a, the timeline for when players are going to return. Um, not all teams that will arrive in Orlando at the same time. They're going to try and stagger that, uh, and they're going to arrive in Orlando between July seventh and July 9th. So they want all these teams to come, you know, players to come back. And I'm assuming they'll have some time in the United States, like in in the market wherever they are. So in Dallas, hopefully, if they are advising people to return June fifteenth and June twenty second. The time between June 22nd and July 7th and 9th, like that's the time that the team will be able to spend and do their own kind of mini training camp. I don't know if it'll be required or if it'll be optional. That, that That's going to be an interesting time to see what the Mavericks do. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with testing stuff. And, you know, if, they're, if they are doing that, they're probably going to want to test them just like they would be in Orlando if they're going to be coming there every single day. 
Um, but I think I, I think I, that side of it is on the team, though. I don't know if that's yeah. on the, the NBA because I don't know if the NBA will test them when they first return. I think the, the NBA will test them, which I'll talk to about in a second when they get to Orlando. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know what those few weeks look like before they head off down there. Uh, going back to what you're saying, you know, them staggering the arrivals in Orlando uh, between June 7th and June 9th. It says upon all arrival. Uh, they will have to all quarantine. And this is the question I have for you. They, they have to quarantine for 36 hours in their hotel rooms. So They'll have to live I'm like th- I live right now. So, Nick, <laughs> what would you do for 36 hours in a hotel room in Orlando? Is there a limit to what can or cannot be called to the hotel? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're watching some movies. You're, I mean, all these guys are bringing, you know, JJ Reddick complains about it on his pod all the time. All these guys just bring an Xbox with them in their suitcase and play games. I mean, you and I are playing Animal Crossing for 36 hours in a hotel room, right? I mean, that's- which Mavs player will be laying in his bed for 30 hours playing Animal Crossing? Oh man, Bobon, he's got kids, right? <laughs> Bobon, JJ, anybody with kids, pretty much. And then yeah. me. <laughs> uh but I mean, guys will be playing video games, we'll be watching movies. I mean, I don't think that um Yeah, I don't think that, that that's gonna be too hard. I wonder <laughs> 36 if any, hours I, I wonder like, if anything will come from this though. Whether it's Twitter, story, will we see yeah. more Q and A's, will we see uh just stuff come out on social media because Pretty much all 22 teams will all be quarantined for 36 hours. So we're talking about a full day that all of these teams are going to be quarantined for the most part. And maybe at not a super five-star hotel either that they're used to be, they're, they're used to stay in, right? Like, like that, that could be really interesting. Uh, and then, but, but like you said, uh, teams will be, you know, tested and then quarantined in the room for 36 hours. Daily testing will follow the quarantine period. So after that time, that's when they'll start daily testing them. This is in Orlando. They've already teams have already arrived. And here's the thing that I really want to get into, and I think this is fascinating. If a player tests positive at any point in Orlando, they will need to quarantine for at least ten days, and then have two negative tests before rejoining their team. So that's something we kind of already knew. But the two tests, I think, is interesting because it takes them a little while to get the test results. So they they test them yeah. at night. They get the results the next morning. And so. Uh, that may add another day onto that quarantine period. So, uh, and then they have to do two of them. So that's, I guess, the next day they'll also have to test them. And so, if if a Mavericks player tests positive, we know we'll have to wait ten days, and then they have to do two negative tests. So that'll be a thing. That's the new like, you know, he's questionable, doubtful, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know, what if maybe if like you no know, Justin Jackson has tested positive, and so uh, we'll have to wait for the first test to come back negative and then the second test. And that's the thing that we're all going to be waiting for. It's this is the new NBA and it's so wild that this is now a whole new thing that we're kind of dealing with, with the NBA uh, that, that the world is still dealing with, which is wild. Um, yeah. Because man, uh, <laughs> so many things are happening at once, but yeah. And, and I mean, obviously we hope this doesn't happen. We we're, we, we don't have to deal with this at all. These timelines yeah. uh, for the NBA when they get back going, but it is like you do ask the what ifs. Like, what if a big name or a big player for a big team, or what if this happens? You know, big difference if somebody tests positive at the beginning, uh, you know, during some of these regular season games or the second round of the playoffs or something like that. And so you just wonder what that looks like, and all the protocols and stuff will be laid out. 
But when it actually, if, if, I don't want to say when, if it does actually happen, how will all of that be handled? That, that's going to, that would be wild to see how that unfolds. Yeah. We're obviously not wishing this on anybody. I hope that my cavalier attitude is not you know, push, pushing that out there. But yeah. uh, this is the thing that I did not know that I found fascinating. So we know that if a player tests positive, they'll have to quarantine for 10 days, get two negative tests before they rejoin their team. Uh, Kevin O'Connor says the same is true if a player leaves the league's Disney World campus, which will be closed off to the public for the most part, I guess, because Disney World opens July 15th. Uh, if a player leaves and returns, they will need to quarantine for at least 10 days and a negative test. You know, they have to get two negative tests before rejoining. So if a player leaves, the, you better make it. You better make it worth it. If a JR. player leaves the campus. So this is, you know, not even if they leave the campus, come back and test negative or test positive. This is just if they leave at all. Maybe it's an emergency. Maybe they just want to go have fun. So this is the thing that's going to be interesting. How will they police this? You know, bad, bad choice of words on my part. But uh, how will they like monitor this? How will they know that guys have left? How will they know that these players have, uh, you know, gone out and, (laughs) you know, uh, will a player tell on himself? Will we get maybe a D'Angelo Russell situation where he tells on somebody like, you know, an accident on social media? Like, who knows? Uh, this is going to be an interesting thing to follow because if they leave the campus at all, then they have to, you know, quarantine for 10 days. Yeah, man, this is this part that, oh, yeah, we texted a little bit about today. It, it is crazy. I mean, unless they have security, they have people there just to make sure no one's leaving the hotel but then again if they're giving them the option to go play golf or i mean i we they can do that on the campus though that's the thing yeah i know but i'm immediately thinking about like at night like oh somebody's gonna sneak off at night and go do something fun you know one night during the bubble but even like during the day if a team has an off day and some of them are going to play golf and they're like hey well we're just gonna go off campus and go do something else i you would hope that all the players, I mean, they're going to know this just like we do, that none of them will do that. But I just wonder if anybody will will try or – this is just one of the small storylines that there's – all these stories that can be written from Orlando could, it could be just crazy. There's four golf courses on Disney World's campus, by the way. I just wanted to, to point that out. So they will know those cor- courses very well if they're into that. But Steph's I, like, are we sure the Warriors can't come? <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that voted to come back, right? He was the one that That's said the that, only reason. <laughs> he's the one that said that he would. Um, yeah, he he'd get away from, you know, wait, I can get away from the family, my three screaming children, and I can go play golf with these four. I can <laughs> recruit. <laughs> and recruit, right. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, How many eyes, eye emojis will we have of like an, uh, like Giannis is playing golf with Luca? And we're like, oh, whoa. The ultimate. <laughs> That's yeah. that'd be the ultimate. Or if he's playing with LeBron, oh, that would just break the internet. I think it, it would. Yes, it would. This is this is the thing with you know veteran players. I think I said this on Lockdown NBA that veteran players are going to be holding their younger players and anybody else on their team accountable for some of this because it matters. Like it's still going to matter. It may not matter. You know, the championship may not matter. Some people, some people like you may put an asterisk on it and say that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really count as much as another championship, but it will for the players still. And I think they're going to hold them accountable. And since this is such a huge deal, I think that players will really take this seriously. And I think a lot of players are still itching to come back and I don't think they'll want to ruin that right away. Uh, maybe they'll get bored, but they'll just so live by part of me thinks that the players that would ruin this are already out of of contention already. You know what I mean? Like there's just a certain level of 
uh, you take the you take the game seriously, you take it seriously, and then you end up you know on a on a good team. So I don't if you're know, a player, maybe, maybe that's me judging, but and they're trying to figure out, hey, is this a, a good decision or not? Just ask yourself, or ask Jared Dudley. He speaks for the players. What would Rodman do? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine trying to quarantine Rodman into a bubble? They couldn't quarantine him during that. They couldn't quarantine him to the United States during the season. Yeah, I'm gonna take a detour. They couldn't yeah. keep him in the state that he was supposed to be in. He goes off to North Korea if he wanted to. But honestly, on a serious note, I don't think they'll have a problem with this. I think every player there will know yeah. the magnitude of it. I don't think any player will risk it and try to go off campus, anything like that. I think it, I think it'll get trickier when families start coming after the first round, and you know just how they navigate all that and what families want to do. To, Families, will they be allowed to leave the bubble? <laughs> if not, are they going to have to quarantine? Yeah, that would be interesting too. And, and all that stuff. I have a lot of questions with that. But I don't think players-wise, I think they'll take it too serious to risk all of that. Yeah, I, I hope so, for, especially for the Mavericks. Um, but I, I think that they will. All right, coming up, let's get into some more of this. There's some more talk about um, how to, how the you know teams will be able to add players or replace players. So let's get into that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, I ate a delicious peanut butter built bar today it was delicious mm. i ate it actually with a banana and i, I just like the flavors that the pl- flavors contrasted have you ever had a peanut butter banana sandwich yeah i have yeah they're del- they're delicious you just take the bread out and replace it with the 100 percent real chocolate on the outside of a built bar it's the perfect combination right there it was delicious uh it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar we've talked about these so much but it's because they're so good and we like them so much. Uh, Built Bar is great. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, exactly what you want in a snack, in a meal replacement, whatever you want. They're soft, easy to chew, 100% real chocolate on the outside, 16 incredible flavors. Uh, right now, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get $10 off your first order. Go get the peanut butter. Go get a box of peanut butter bars. They're, they're, they're delicious. It honestly tastes like a candy bar. I, we keep saying that. But it really is. You you bite into it. Yeah. You taste. You know this. You you feel like you taste sugar in it, but they don't have as much sugar as you think that they do in them. Uh, use the promo code Locked On ten dollars off at builtbar.com. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into the rest of this. Uh, NBA teams are expected to have the option to replace players who test positive by signing available free agents or utilizing their own on two way players. So if a player tests positive, they're out for ten days. Then a team will have the option to replace them with a two-way player that apparently they're going to be able to bring we talked about yesterday or uh, signing a player that has been in the player pool so uh, the player pool has not been determined yet but they're thinking that it's going to be players that have played in the G League this year or players that have been on an NBA team this year so the example that Kevin O'Connor uses is DeMarcus Cousins would be available because he was on the Lakers this year but J.R. Smith has not been on an NBA team this year, so he would not be available. So, like Jamal, your your example of Jamal Crawford is not available in this scenario. But they're not sure if that's not set in stone yet. Uh, what do you think about this ability for teams to add another player like this? Yeah, a couple questions. One, if you're going to bring in a, a free agent after you've already been in Orlando, I mean, 
That's a that's a, a decent time frame. I mean, you're probably looking at two weeks before you can get that player on the court. Yeah, with do they your have team, to quarantine? Right? right? I, I, yeah, I would think they're going to have to. They're going to have to quarantine for ten days. They're going to have one. They're going to have to fly in there. Then they're going to have to you know get them quarantined for thirty six hours, tested, make sure all this stuff. Then you're going to have to get them practicing. So you're probably at least getting you know. I guess the only benefit is. Yeah, that would just be weird how, how that would play out. My other um, and that, question I think, is... I think part of this is for... Because once you start the games, it's 16 days, right? You're just, you're, I mean, you're flying through that. And then the playoffs are going to take a little bit longer than that, it seems. And I'm thinking that this is for training camp. Like, if somebody goes down in training camp, then you can ha- you can bring a guy in and he'll be ready by the time that the yeah. games start, right? Like, that's what I think this is for because... Because surely, yeah, they wouldn't be able to allow add a player in free agency or in the middle of the playoffs. So once the postseason begins, only players who test positive for COVID-19 could be replaced and only by two-way players. So it sounds like the two-way players won't necessarily be available unless they're, unless they're like replacement players. So that means Josh Reeves and Antonius Cleveland will be there with the Mavericks, but they won't play unless they have to replace a player. That's what it sounds like to me. So, okay, here's a question. Maybe I'm just like glossing over something big here, but what's the disadvantage of, having just anybody you can sign anybody is it international players i think they wanted to limit it to a pool yeah like why like that's what i'm trying to yeah like why couldn't a team sign jamal crawford or jr smith you know what would be the what makes them look at that and say all right we need to make this a pool why can't it be anybody why can't it be joe johnson or whoever it is they're not going to make the pool and then vet all the vet all the pools you know, players in the sense that they're going to uh, test them all, right? Like that's not going to that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so th- that's why I'm just. Trying, I mean, unless it's unless it's an international thing to where they're like, oh, they don't want somebody to bring in some incredible international player just for a playoff run or <laughs> yeah, something they open like up that. To anybody? Uh, yeah, maybe that maybe that's part of it is they don't want to just have players you know team sign anybody maybe the those players in the pool will be given certain instructions like you know you have to socially distance you have to stay you know semi-quarantined or whatever maybe they have to follow certain guidelines in order to be you know added because that'll streamline that process of testing and quarantining and all that kind of stuff maybe i mean it could be part of that yeah i I do wonder with this being such a yeah. I need to go through actual like roster NBA stuff and see what players are in similar spots of Demarcus Cousins that maybe went down with an injury so long ago that we kind of forgot about him at this point, or they just been released or whatever it was. Like who could be a like? Will somebody sign Demarcus Cousins? I don't know his like injury time frame or any what that looks like, but if there's a chance that he can play the last. I don't know, two rounds of the playoffs or three. Like, what's if the Lakers don't like re sign him with another team? Like, would, would Milwaukee? Would I don't know. Like, what I, I am curious on what happens with him if this changes anything for him. Yeah, I'd like to look through and see what the actual, you know, list of players is. But there you go. That's uh, that's some more information. We'll discuss that more as it goes on. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.